welcome to the Mad About Money podcast, the podcast that is mad about money. I'm Maddie Alexander-Grout and I am here to talk with the lovely Charlotte Jessup from Looking After the Pennies. Um, Now this podcast is all about talking to interesting people about interesting money stories and who better as an interesting person than a money influencer. So Charlotte has come today to talk to us about some of her hints and tips on money saving and she's going to also tell us about her money story. This podcast is sponsored by My VIP Rewards, the money saving app for consumers and businesses to help them to save money on their everyday finances. So Charlotte, lovely to have you with us today. Um, I have been following your work for such a very long time. Um, She's got like a million squillion TikTok followers and (laughs) like just loving your Instagram reels if anyone is not following me Charlotte where do they go uh yeah it's looking after your pennies like all over the place (laughs) everywhere everywhere you've got a YouTube channel as well now haven't you yeah I have yeah that's like over a year old now so I've been I just churn out the video content basically (laughs) how long does that take you in a day I've always wanted to ask you that because you're just everywhere all the time and I think ugh, sitting down and doing reels ugh. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no uh, well I I do them in batches so I will um like Monday is my like uh social media day so I will spend like all of a Monday creating you know Instagram and TikTok content um and then I have like a YouTube day um so I do that like once a fortnight and I would like do like four videos in a row um and then yeah so like they kind of go out like two every week um and yeah and that's how that's how it all gets done so yeah it's all done in lumps love it it's really cool so how did you how did you become a money influencer what's your what's your money story yeah so I I didn't have this like epic origin story um I so yeah I was this I started looking after your pennies back in 2018 um, I was on mat leave with my youngest. So uh, when I had my eldest, I've got two kids. Um, when I had my eldest, I went back to work full time. And I realized kind of after I had my second that I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be at home a little bit more. Um, so I was going to spend a lot of time like crunching the numbers and, you know, just like try to make it work. So I'd always been interested in money. You know, my background, I was a maths teacher. So like numbers for me are like, you know it's, that's the good stuff <laughs> you know, that's so you're, you're basically that's just a big basically just a big geek yeah 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 and I'm totally proud of that so that's fine yeah. yeah so yeah so I started um so I'd always been interested in money always been interested in trying to like save money so I was, all, I was doing this stuff while I was on mat leave anyway I was also a bit bored because you know my whole life I'd suddenly gone from you know having a, a career that was you know great to being you know a mum stuck indoors you know couldn't really go out couldn't really like, see my friends quite so much as I'd have liked um so yeah so I just sort of thought you know what I'm gonna start a website and I've been following some pretty big um you know money bloggers uh in in more in the US than than in the UK um and I thought you know what I'm making you know this space still for you know somebody like me to show up in the UK market and just talk about my experiences so in the early days it was very much about like you know how to save money on this and I talked a lot about things like um eco-friendly stuff you know ways to save money and be eco-friendly so at the time I was um I had both my kids in um in like cloth nappies 
Oh, love soft nappies. Love them. Yeah. So we were like, so the, you know, we were saving money there, you know, particularly because I'd had two of them use them and stuff like that. So we were talking about those experiences. Um, and then in um, 2019, I actually just like quit quit my teaching job um, and I and my husband quit his job and we actually went traveling so we kind of spent most of like 2019 saving to fund that so that went like extreme I was like cut this out cut that out um, and then we went traveling we did that on a budget and then obviously like 2020 we um were forced back you know three guesses <laughs> One. And, and I think 2020 was um was I think quite a toilet roll focused year for yeah, it, really it, was, was. it was a toilet roll focused year for a lot of people with a lot of hoarding you went yeah. the other way didn't you yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I am um, yeah so I I actually like we, we we were forced back in 2020 um and you know we sort of found ourselves in sort of a weird situation like do I go back to teaching do I you know not teach do I you know what am I going to do so we decided to do like looking after your pennies and I like my business you know like uh, you know what I'm doing just exploded and you know like I, yeah I ended up on like ITV talking about like reusable toilet roll um I was you know I started a podcast I started my YouTube channel um I trained to be a financial coach um I you know I started doing TikToks and got like 60,000 followers um so yeah it was it was kind of nuts so that's pretty much how I got here. There was no, you know, like magic moment where I realised, like, you know, I needed to pay something off or, you know, there was somebody knocking on my door demanding money. It was just a really, I guess, kind of relatable story of a mum who wanted to stay at home with her kids. Um, and as I have grown, I have, um, yeah, I have I've kind of like taken my business with me. And uh, now I'm, I full time do this and my husband works for me so it's pretty good does he that's yeah. cool what did he do before oh uh, so he was in retail so he wasn't that desperate to go back um and I certainly wasn't desperate to go back to teaching in the middle of a pandemic um uh, although I do still have the occasional guilty moment where I'm like maybe I should have done but um you know uh no it's uh so it's been it's been quite exciting and you know now we have a business that we can take you know with us if we if we ever want to travel again so um yeah it's good and that's that's the main thing isn't it you know financial security being able to to be your own boss and do your own thing and yeah. you are absolutely smashing it on every single social media channel um I mean it's it's nice. very inspiring to watch and you know it's, it's really great I mean you're you're so good at giving tips for things like even me you know I'm a I'm a money saving you know can't say expert but you know mm. I've, I've I've had quite a big money saving journey mm. um I went from 40k in debt to 999 credit rating in five years wow. which was which was tough going um I made a lot of sacrifices but I still enjoyed my life at the same time which kind of gave me the the kind of the background and the I was always haggling always haggling I never ever paid full price for anything I was a cheeky cheeky monkey um and I basically just went and I got discounts everywhere and it just gave me the idea for my VIP rewards so it was that was kind yeah. of the the background there but you know the, the stuff that you talk about um so like the investments and all of that kind of side um that's where I'm like oh 
I don't have a kid. I'm not, I'm not really a big, I do invest, but not a huge amount. I invest in small independent businesses when they're doing things like crowdfunding, because I'm a complete massive, um, like huge supporter of supporting local. Um, how did you get into the investment side of it? Yeah, so I guess when I started, you know, like um, talking about money, it, it very much started off in the sort of like the frugal living thing. And I did mm. that for a long time, you know, like to say for traveling, um, you know, we were very much in that frugal living space. But at the same time, I was also like expanding my own knowledge around my finances. Um, so I picked up several books, you know, I was following different people. Um, and, you know, that I've always, 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 always had like a list of things, you know, that maybe I don't feel like I know enough or I don't like, I don't really understand how this works. Or, you know, I'd like to know more about this. Um, so, so, you know, I had, a, you know, when I first started, I was like, oh, I need to figure out investing, you know, like I you know, I'm saving money, but, you know, the interest rates were a bit rubbish. So, you know, maybe this is something I need to look into. And I remember reading um, I Will Teach You To Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And uh, he he, lay, he lays out investing in such a, like, no-nonsense way. And I was like, uh, I can do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like, like, why shouldn't I be doing that? Um, and then, oh, you know, I'm a massive feminist. So when it comes to things where it's like women aren't doing it, I'm just suddenly like going, hello, I'll oh, do yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all champion for that. Um, so, yeah, so I, um, yeah, I just knew it was something I needed to step into. And I guess, you know, like my, you know, my platform and looking after your pennies and the, the work I do now has sort of changed. And I realised that there was... Um, a space for me to be you know probably what I call myself now is like a financial educator you know I want to I want to get those I want to get the facts out there you know not simply trying to like sway people in one way or the other but you know go like these are the options you have you know like mm. is this what you want to do you know like we well, you know, the best person to understand you know your finances is you so it, you just need somebody to sit there and say well you know you could do this or you could do this these are the pros these are the cons you know like make it simple make your decision yeah and I think there's there's always been a bit of a a gap you know we've got like financial advisors but they're only really interested if you are you know nudging millionaire status you know if we're honest and you've got to have money um because you know that's how they make their money it's by you having money and stuff um but you know for the rest of us it's like well we still we still need a little bit of help you know we still need somebody to tell us you know um you know some good strategies for budgeting or you know saving our money or you know just a give us a leg up in the world of investing and pensions um so yeah I, I kind of like to walk in that space uh, in, a, in a fairly neutral way um and just show people the ropes so that they can get started with these things um if they haven't got anybody else out there <laughs> to, to take their hand and, and show them and it, it's the best way isn't it you know some they always say the best the best way to start something is just to actually do it and yeah. I think if, if anyone's not following you on on all of your channels they need to be doing that because there are some very very good tips there um charlotte what are at the moment i mean obviously we're we're in a bit of a crisis there's energy crisis mm. there's food crisis um inflation everything is a, a bit crappy really for everybody and mm. you know we're constantly talking about ways that you can reduce your shopping bill, um, ways that you can can reduce your gas and electric. What would what would be your top tips for people at the moment to cope with rising cost of living? Yeah, I think 
I think in in some ways we kind of just need to take a deep breath um you know like I think we can be overwhelmed by these figures that you know they're being thrown about in you know like government at the moment and in the media you know like oh you know 690 pound increase here you know this there this mm. there ultimately you know like that is not going to come out as a deduction from your bank account tomorrow you know it's not going to be like 700 pounds comes out what's going to happen is we're going to see you know increases over time so you know you'll see um you know you might see your uh, your energy bills might go up in april you know your, your council tax might follow and then you know as you fixed term on your mortgage buns out you might see an increase then these things are going to be step by step so what we can do is make sure that we have a good understanding of our current financial situation like how much wiggle room do we have you know is there is you know do we need to take radical action because literally a five pound increase is gonna you know wipe us out in which case like get on with that you know like yeah. you, need to, you need to be you know you need to be working on that but you know if you're somebody that's you know like well actually I could probably absorb some of this you know maybe it's time to you know stop buttering up your boss a little bit and go in you know like oh actually you know like maybe I could take on a bit more responsibility maybe you know I would you know dust off your CV or something like that you know think about ways that you could not only save money but also uh-uh. make a bit more money because ultimately you know if you if we want to continue living in the the you know the, the standards that we have now we're not going to be able to save our way out of that because essentially that just means that we're going to be cutting back you know it's going to go like cut back cut back cut back yeah um actually to maintain our current standard of living we've got to earn you know we've got to make more money and hopefully you know that will come in the form of you know your employers recognizing inflation and all of that sort of stuff and you know just giving you a you know a pay rise but if you want to be more proactive about it you you know it, it's time to sort of start looking at some of the options that are out there and it, it's not all about hustling it's not all about the side hustle you know it can just be about being the person in your office that asks isn't, for that isn't that word the most irritating word hustle <laughs> yeah. like it, I don't know why but it bugs the living hell out of me I mean I just think that why there are a lot of ways that you can work smarter not harder and for for me the word hustle I kind of imagine people like scurrying around like headless chickens going money ah and just like (laughs) and it it, that's not appealing to people why would people want to start a side hustle if that's kind of the way the way it's perceived whereas I think there are lots of ways that people people can earn extra money um, I mean, stuff like YouTube, um, you know, YouTubing is uh, just something I'm yet to explore, but I think YouTubing is quite a, a good, good way. Um, Somebody could be marketing. watching this on YouTube. Like, this is what's going to happen. I know, right? Yeah, there we go. There we go. And then, you know, that, that's that's my income sorted, winning at life. Yeah. Uh, but it, there are lots of lots of ways that people can look at increasing their income. Um, yeah. you know, writing a book um you know that that's have you have you written a book yet no when is this coming it's on my to-do list it's so funny that you asked that literally I had a conversation I've got like a a business buddy she runs a business and we look like at the first of every month we kind of have a little catch-up and do some goal setting and I was like you know what I want to write a book and then actually somebody sort of reached out to me and was like hey you want to write a book literally got the email while I was having this conversation and now like you're asking me about it as well so it's a bit like fate yeah 
I should uh, I should write a book. Um, you should. Yeah. <laughs> you should write a book. I'm thinking this is a really good way forward. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm writing I'm writing one actually at the moment. So um, yeah, it's it, it it's it's basically about my journey um, and about it's about resilience as a business. Amazing. Agent, so yeah, it's well, I've got like half a book um, that I wrote ages ago. <laughs> that was all about um how I you know we embrace like frugal living to um change our lives um so it's a pretty good book (laughs) there has never been a better time for you to release that book (laughs) maybe I should finish it and just put it out into the world um but yeah no it's uh yeah I I do just need to get on and write a book (laughs) do it but yeah so so there's there's books there's there's stuff like um you know affiliate marketing um you know affiliate marketing is a really really great great way to just earn you know a, a small passive income just from sharing a few things you know it's um that there are there are lots of ways that people don't really think about earning extra money or 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 even like some people just don't even consider it because they've got a full-time job and they think you know I don't I don't need to to earn anything extra but you know what could you do with an extra 50 quid a week yeah I started this like this whole looking after your pennies thing as a side hustle literally like I said you know to get my brain like working you know on that yeah. um you know to, to maybe find a way to you know bring some income in so I didn't have to you know like constantly be doing you know full-time teaching which was really hard work um and I think I I think it cost me just short of about 60 quid to start my website that's awesome um, and then I think I broke even on that within six months so I started making money within about five or six months um, and pretty quickly after that I broke even on my blog and have basically been in profit ever since <laughs> that's wicked and that that's that's it's, it's it's really inspiring and I think that there are a lot of people out there who are listening who you know, hopefully they're going to go, do you know what, actually I could, you know, they can't do what you do. They need a lot more education and knowledge. Don't do what Charlotte's doing. Don't do what mm-hmm. I'm doing, but do, what, do something like, else, you know. There are so many blogs out there. You don't have to, you don't have to show up and talk about money. You can show up and talk about anything. If you've like, got like Harry Potter blogs, they've got, you know, like all sorts, like any sort of niche, like baking, you know, anything. Um, and you don't, you know, I think a lot of people get put off, um, by being in the kind of like the digital world because they think it's a lot about showing up on camera or um, putting your you know your personal life out there and that works for me and you know that might work for you Maddie but this is not necessarily something that you have to do I know lots of people out there that they have you know they've got websites and they're not all over it they're not necessarily on social media they're not on you know various different platforms um you know, I, think, I don't always have the confidence to go and you know speak about things but I, what I do have confidence to do is point to words on Instagram yeah. <laughs> and and actually somebody somebody in in a Facebook group the other day went oh th- th- I know this woman who can help you she's got this employee benefit scheme thing and um, she's the girl with pink hair that points to words on Instagram I was like <laughs> oh my god really it's going to be on my on my tombstone like yeah <laughs> girl who points to words on instagram lean Jesus. into it lean into it that's your niche. Yeah. <laughs> so i was like oh god i really get but i don't want to dance god no i can't dance for anything like and actually you know, people like me pointing at words so i'm just going to go with it <laughs> um and but I mean, that's I was... how i started off and you know it's still making me money so 
exactly exactly and it and it works really well so and yeah. um, charlotte your website what's your website address uh, it's looking after your pennies.com amazing um and in terms of i'm just going to ask you for your for a couple of parting things so sure. um you mentioned before that you when you when you started to be um you know when you first became a mum you were all about saving money as a new parent mm-hmm. what would be your top money saving tips for new parents oh your kids don't need any stuff <laughs> they really don't they re- first birthdays don't do them like that's oh. yeah buy yourself a cake <laughs> like that's it <laughs> I think um yeah I think I remember when I you know my my eldest was born and it was all like oh we're gonna have this we're gonna have that um and then I think I decluttered them before I had my second kid and then just never needed them. Like ultimately, um, and it's quite funny because um, my sister has, uh, has got six month olds. This is her first, this is my first nephew. And seeing how, you know, she messaged me and go, oh, I've, I've found this, you know, do you think this will work? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> like, just no. There's no amount of stuff and tech that's gonna make your baby any more manageable. <laughs> so you might as well save your money. And I, uh, like I pretty I pretty much had the same thing. So like when Ben was born, we had like, I mean, we spent thousands of pounds in John Lewis on all like the fancy cribs and all these things, mm-hmm. which he never slept in because yeah. he only wanted to sleep on me. And I was just like, no. Um, and then pretty much when Harriet was born, I just, I didn't even buy her a Moses basket or anything. I just went, you can sleep next to me in my bed, safe co-sleeping obviously yeah, with the is. guidelines, but it, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Where you think there's so many things. Um, I didn't buy Harriet a second, a, a first birthday present. Um, I didn't buy her first Christmas present. I'm, I mean, maybe that makes me sound like a bad mum or a mean mum, mm-hmm. but I was just a, I was a frugal mum who was thinking about like if I didn't buy her those Christmas presents I could have an extra week off work at the end of maternity leave I was like yes winning um yeah they don't need stuff kids they literally need you you like you better off if you want to spend money buy yourself another packet of biscuits and a Netflix subscription because like actually that is money better spent in those early days And actually, do you know what, as a mum, one of the things that I did with my mum friends was I shared all of my subscriptions. So I I shared my Netflix, I shared my Disney Plus, like when this was obviously before Disney Plus, but when Disney Plus came in. That sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah, just sharing subscriptions with your friends. Like, so my friends got Netflix, I've got Disney Plus. So you're only paying for one thing, but you can have multiple devices. Great way, great way to save for, for, you know, on, on on the TV stuff. Yeah. Um, cloth nappies brilliant cheeky wipes cheeky wipes were a good mm. one I, lo- I did yeah. love those they were really good um I we have still got like a drawer full of those because they just work so great for cleaning dirty kids at the table oh they are <laughs> like, so good aren't they and, that's, and it's yeah. really good for the environment so we we didn't actually use cheeky wipes we used um a, a brand who was was one of our one of our partners for my vip and um, equally awesome they were mm. really good i've got the most amount of wipes from them they were yeah. just reusable also the coolest patterns and I just used to buy them and almost collect them in a weird way yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but that that was good and um there's oh, baby baby wearing as well so I um I didn't buy a, a push chair for yeah. for my second um not early on anyway because she liked being on me so I bought a baby carrier which was like 60 quid so you say already yeah. saving quite a lot of money there yeah um so much easier to carry them around it was yeah, great. Yeah, I, I wore both of my shoes. Like, my two were about two years apart. So I had, like, about 
six months or so where I actually wore both of them at the same time that's interesting I never did any tandem carries but but mainly because Ben was three and a half by the time Harry came and he was heavy I mean he was big he was a big chunky boned boy yeah Yeah, no I think I made I think my oldest I think I maxed out wearing her and my youngest at the same time when she got to about three I was like literally like I could feel my spine like compressing <laughs> under the weight of two children I was like I can't do this anymore but yeah we we didn't have a push chair we like um yeah we did all of that literally and, and you know there's so much tech out there it's like it's like the wedding market isn't it you know it's like oh you know like oh here's a thermometer but if we call it a baby thermometer then you know oh. all the parents out there are going to go nuts and buy it and actually it's like no you don't baby nail clippers Oh my yeah. god, they are the most dangerous things in the whole yeah, world. Baby nail clippers, because they're so bloody tiny. It's like, yes, yes. they're called baby nail clippers because they're really small. But yeah. what they don't tell you on the pack is that it's very easy to, to chop the end of your child's finger yes. off, yes. which yeah. I have done. <laughs> I mean, I think one thing that we bought, and like, it felt like we had to buy it. And then like, I reflected on the situation and it was like, we bought a baby monitor. Okay, so we bought a baby monitor. And then I realized our house is so small <laughs> that we could hear the baby before the monitor went off. Like, it was like, it's like, why did we buy this? Like we, I think we, um, you know, we sold that like on, um, I think actually we sold it to a friend, but that was probably when my eldest was like six months old or something. We were like, we do not need we this. Not why do we this. think we need this? Um, uh, we spent so much money on that. And I think you, you give this advice to new parents or, you know, parents to be, and uh, it, it doesn't, like, I think everybody still wants to give their kids They do, the yeah, they do. They, they, you want the best at the beginning, but then, like, child number two comes along, and, yeah. like, I, I mean, I'm really lucky that Harriet wants to be a boy, um, mm. because she just has all of Ben's clothes. She's <laughs> like, nope, she won't wear dresses, she won't wear... So she's just wearing Ben's trousers. She's even wearing mm. Ben's pants, like, just, <laughs> yeah. just the ones that made it through, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but it's weird, and you just think, like, there are so many good ways, and actually, doing, like, little pickles markets and stuff like that, really, really great for um recycling those clothes getting them to new owners um and you know just making sure that you are not spending a fortune and and when we do need clothes for the kids now we go to Sainsbury's when they have when they've got the you know the the 25% off sale and they're just as good in fact Sainsbury's do awesome clothes in fact I don't like yeah I think my kids are like dressed in Sainsbury's stuff that and and my mum's really into um the clothing range in Poundland so they've got loads of like cardigans and stuff from there yeah um, but I, I think like another probably another tip for parents particularly if you've got older kids is don't be too precious about what your kids wear um because I think you know like you can like as a parent you think oh I want my kids to look a certain way but actually like your kids are fine in any combination of like top and trousers <laughs> like as long as they are clothes and actually they will probably cycle through all their clothes and you'll get more consistent wear across all the clothes than if you were dressing them and you are consistently dressing them in your like favorite outfit yes so yeah. just like ease up you know they might go out in a few like wacky combinations but actually they're kids and if you can't do that when you're like six like when can you do that it's crazy I mean yesterday um we went out to soft play and Harriet decided to dress herself and she dressed herself in entirely spotty things she actually she had 
white spotty trousers, white spotty top, and a white spotty hoodie. She just looked really like white and spotty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's fine and she's independent and she's loving life because she's doing her own thing and like yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, there is there are so so many, so many things. I think you learn a lot having your second child and you save a lot more money with having the second. So my advice, um, and this is a little bit of a shameless plug, but for any parents who do want to go and spend hundreds of pounds on John Lewis or hundreds of pounds at M&S, get a MyVIP rewards subscription because <laughs> you can save five pa- like 5% on everything that you buy from those mm-hmm. places. And actually it's just money back in your pocket and it helps you to budget as well on things like supermarket shopping and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, this podcast is not about me. <laughs> so back to Charlotte. Um, Charlotte, any parting words um, for, for saving and coping with, with the current uh, situation that we're going through at the moment? I would just say, make sure you have an understanding of your finances. You know, like it's very hard to know what you're working with if you do not open your bank account and have a look. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I talk about this idea of um, financial intimacy. So this is literally where you know those figures. Um, and and I, I talk about this this time when we, we were applying for a mortgage. Um, and I went in and, you know, the guy was going, he actually spoke to my husband. That's a completely different conversation. But he was trying, I mean, my husband and he was going, so, you know, roughly what's your like cost of your electricity and, and gas bill? And I was like, it's £57.28 a month. And he was like, <laughs> I was, you are prepared. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going like, oh, what are you currently paying on this? You know, what's your current like, mortgage payment? I'm like, oh, it's exactly this. It's exactly that. And then that is because I had spent the time. I knew exactly what was coming in. I knew exactly what was going out. Um, and like any time there was even a slight discrepancy, you know, if like you know, somebody mischarged me, I knew straight away. You know, if there was a, you know, if I found out that it was going up, like, you know, occasionally you get those letters, sort of like your electricity supplier and they're like oh we've reviewed your account and you've had the heating on like too much and so it's, we're putting it up and you can go no no I know I've not had it on I, I know don't. exactly what's going to be um so I, I'm that I'm that person that they send those letters through and I'm like I'm going to prove to you that I have not like have you got a smart you know, meter yes I have yeah that. so they just like it just all happens um, yeah but, it's uh, useful they are good aren't they really yeah I did have to I, I was getting a little bit of anxiety watching the little uh screen every time I turned the kettle I was like I just want to see I just like, <laughs> you it, do you know what though it, it makes you more aware um, yeah. I have to say I've I've been teaching the kids about the smart meter mm-hmm. and telling them that the, the the number goes up if they leave lights on and actually they've started to turn them off it's yes it's crazy maybe um, i'll leave it in the kids room then they can watch it <laughs> although, although the guilt, do, every time i make a cuppa i'm like oh the planet <laughs> yeah it's horrible it's horrible i mean honestly it and, and and i feel like in the last few weeks as well i've been watching it and it's like i've, I've turned my thermostat down by a degree which is actually helping a lot yeah. um you know a degree doesn't sound that much it but actually it, it can save you up to 60 quid a year 60 quid a year something like that um but I've been watching it and there's no way that I'm letting the kids anywhere near it because if they treat it the same way as they treat the clock in their bedroom um yeah. they press the buttons so that it gets to six o'clock faster so they can go go downstairs and get their tablets so I'm like nope I do not want them to touch it yes <laughs> probably not a good idea oh uh, yeah. well Charlotte it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on thank you so much uh, this has been mad about me. 
yeah no it's it's really great to have you and, and actually we should get you on I, I think we'll get you on again at some point if you're up for yeah it. I'm always up for it I love the sound of my own voice as I always say Yay. so always always happy to come back and do this sort of thing oh amazing well this has been mad about money I'm Maddie Alexander Grout thank you for listening 